So one of the joys of working from home, I'm locked in my office downstairs and my son is outside banging on the door, crying his eyes out to get in. (laughs) He wants to be on the podcast. This is the one and only, the original podcast where you can find yours and your business's true value. You're listening to Our Value. Brought to you by America's insulation source, IDI Distributors. You want to hear from the best contractors, suppliers, and consultants that dedicate themselves to more than just survival in the business world? Industry professionals that are dedicated to excellence in every aspect of their business? Our Value has them all here to share that same motivation and knowledge with you. Tune in and grow a more successful, profitable, educated, and recognized business. Listen to the Our Value podcast to become the industry leader in your market. Find your value with Our Value. Hello and welcome back to Our Value, brought to you by IDI Distributors. This is the Insulators Podcast. We're here to bring you industry experts in building science, fiberglass, spray foam, spray foam equipment, industry and business and marketing leaders, as well as many others. So sit back, relax, take some notes. You're listening to Our Value. I'm Travis Pancake, sales and training here at IDI, alongside my co-host, Don Clymer, National Spray Foam Manager. How's uh how's it going out there in coronavirus world, Donnie? Stir crazy. It's kind of like we're we're in Vegas. You can nobody knows what time it is. Nobody knows what day it is. You can drink at any time. <laughs> the kids are going crazy. It's uh it's fun. So you it know, sounds like this is a good thing for you. <laughs> Pretty much nothing out of the norm. <laughs> yeah, my dream come true. Nah, it's uh it's it's interesting. Uh, the kids are going a little stir crazy. Mom and dad are going stir crazy, but we're we're making it through. All right. Well, what are we what are we talking about today, Donnie? We are talking about Buzz HR. It's a uh, new company, uh, fairly new, I should say, um, that deals with everything business related to help help small, medium, large size companies deal with all their uh, HR needs and and so forth. But um, We'll get into that with uh, our guest here in a little bit. First, I want to mention one of our sponsors for today's show is Natural Polymers. Um, if you guys don't know Natural Polymers, you need to uh, need to go to idiinstallation.com uh, and uh, kind of read up on it. He's got a really interesting story of how he started and, and kind of why we partnered with him. Uh, just real quick, he's uh, located in uh, just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Um, this guy has done everything in the spray foam industry from being a chemist at a large, uh, chemical factory to, uh, insulating homes with his own business, building his own rigs. Um, and now he's a, one of, uh, IDI's top suppliers for spray foam. You can check them out at naturalpolymersllc.com and, um, you know, give your local IDI rep a call to discuss any, uh, any interest you have with natural polymers. Excellent. Yeah. So on today's show, we have Richard Hines, CEO of Buzz HR. A little bit of background on this guy. So I met him a couple years back through mutual friends. And within the first probably two minutes, our conversation turned to deer hunting. And 99% of our conversations focus around deer hunting. So this is going to be a little awkward for us to not <laughs> work in deer hunting stories. Well, Donnie, most podcast. of our customers probably deer hunt. So we could talk a little deer hunting too. We can go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm all for it, but, um, got to know the guy, really got to like him and sitting here thinking of guests for the show. He was a guy who came to mind when, um, 
when I was thinking like, how can we help our, our customers? This guy's kind of, he's a, he's a figure it out type of guy. He's done everything from selling port commodities to a landscape company in Montgomery, Alabama. And then when hurricane Katrina hit, he went back home to help out family and friends. And that business just kind of started to grow to tree removals, roofing, carpentry, just anything out to, or anything to help the community out. And then with the, the fall of the, the housing economy in 2008 and then the deep water horizon spill in 2010, it's kind of time for him to make a change. So sold in, uh, insurance for a while. And then fast forward to 2019, uh, opportunity presented itself that allowed him to run in a direction where he could focus on his passion, which is fixing the problems that challenge business owners most. Uh, and we're about to find out what what those problems are and, and how he can help. So with that, welcome uh, Richard Hines to the show. Thanks, Don. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here today. I appreciate the opportunity to jump on and spend some time with you and, and, and Travis as well. Yeah, it's good to see your uh, face. I haven't seen you since we uh, left Louisiana for Colorado, but coming back soon. That's what, that's what I hear. We're looking forward to it. And I'm hoping that we land somewhere close again. You heard yeah, it here, so folks. Pancake. Donnie's heading back your way south. Watch out. I, I, I've, I figured out where my family is not meant for being north of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> they're, what, you, they're, what you mean uh, by that sand is people your wife. snow people. You mean your wife isn't. <laughs> That's true. Wow, That's that true. went there quick. Yeah, <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Yeah. No offense, yeah, Farah. Still love you. <laughs> no, uh, like I said, Richard and I are, you know, we, we, our, our friendship came together over deer hunting and, um, you can, the, the text messages spike starting about September, September. Yep. And go through January and, uh, just different tips and tricks and what you're seeing out there and who's shooting what. And he shot a nice one this year up in uh, Mississippi. I did. I shot a 260 pound, 100, 150 inch, well, a nine point. So minus deduction. That was a great deer. It was especially for, for Mississippi. We don't really get them to that weight very often. I was just going to say for, for the people listening up in the Northern States in the Midwest, who think that that's the only place you can get a big toad. Surprisingly, when I moved down South, there are some big deer down there and a 260 pound deer I don't care where you're from. That that's a big one. Yeah, medium size. Yeah, it was. Oh, well, not Minnesota deer, but it's still a, it's a big deer for down here. Absolutely. Well, I got to thank Donnie. He got me into deer hunting about five years ago now, so I'm still a novice. But uh, I, I could see the addiction. Uh, it's definitely becoming a money grabber for me. My wife doesn't like that, but it is addicting and it's fun. So the the other thing that Richard and I share are. The uh, not just pictures of deer, but the pictures of the packages from Amazon that get delivered to the front door that we have to hide from the wives with all the <laughs> interception at the five. Don't, don't spill too many secrets on this. Yeah, true, true. We might have to edit that part out. <laughs> so, Richard, what, down to it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to kind of break in here too and just kind of, you know, maybe uh, not into too much detail, but Hurricane Katrina, man, that's tell us a little bit about that. It was. Uh, so when Hurricane Katrina hit, like Don mentioned a minute ago, I had a landscaping company that I had started up in Montgomery, Alabama, which is where uh, I went to school in Montgomery, played baseball, had a great time, had a good bunch of good friends, good network, figured I'd start, come back from port commodities and being out, be an outside guy. I love being outside. And when Katrina hit, 
And you know, the initial intent was, okay, well, I've got a chainsaw. I've got some landscaping equipment that I can go back south. I can get my parents' place back in order and, and go go back to cutting grass. And so I took a couple guys with me that were on my cruise and came down to Louisiana. And when you got here, the, the amount of devastation, you, you can't even really put into words in terms of how much damage had been done. And so... <clears throat> The first day we were here, I had buddies here locally. Obviously, I'd grown up here, but, you know, bring a, a bobcat, a, a lull, and you start taking trees off of parents' house. And before you know it, you've got 15 people that have stopped by and said, I don't care what it's going to cost. Can you come get it off of my house next? So, Were you uh, one of the first kind of people down there doing that? I mean, because you had we that were, sense of urgency? We, we came down the day. I mean, it was the, the night after it passed. Oh, wow. Where, where I had spent the majority of my life. I passed the exit getting off where I was supposed to get off at my parents' house in the house that I'd grown up in because they recognize I mean, you didn't recognize it. Everything was dark. There was no power, no nothing. No cell phones worked. It was kind of, it was real creepy, eerie feeling. But the, one of the things about the people of Louisiana is they, they come back together. It was, you know, it's a good, it wasn't a real big town. It was on the North shore across the lake from new Orleans, but you know, folks that we'd grown up with people that we knew, I mean, one house after another, after another. And it was like, well, I know a roofer. I know, I know a carpenter. We can, we can get somebody. So before we knew it, it was an assembly line method where it was, I know, I know a guy, what do you right. need in this town? I've got somebody that can, can figure it out. Wow. That's crazy. And off took a fun, fun adventure going into construction. I always worked outside with my hands. And while I might not have been the, the, the guy reframing a roof, a roof line that a pine tree had fallen through, I still knew that I could, put somebody good on the job and it would be dealt with accordingly. Awesome. Well, so you went from uh, landscaping. What's buzz HR, Richard, tell us a little bit about buzz HR. Yeah. So, you know, with that same mindset in, in place, as many people in the industry, anywhere you go, you're not going to recommend somebody to come out and do a job, be it a plumber, be it an electrician, whoever it is that you don't trust. Cause there's nothing worse than, somebody coming to you and trusting your opinion on who they should use. Well, when they go out there and do a crappy job, it's a bad reflection on you. It's a, it's, it's a cruddy feeling. Relationship networks work great in the construction industry. And to, you know, to Don's point a few minutes ago, when the, after the uh, Deepwater Horizon spill, that's, that's like the, the straw that broke the camel's back in the construction industry, especially coming off the heels of 2008. Yeah. So when I shifted over, I was like, man, these insurance people seem like they make a good living. What, what are they doing? It can't be that hard. So I went off into the insurance world and started selling business to business insurance and you know, looking at my competition up there and the solutions that they brought shifted over you know, some of the headaches that insurance could put on a business owner at the time being in payroll deductions or worrying about how to get employees enrolled or how, what kind of coverage is all the minutia that goes on with that on a day-to-day basis. So if you look at it, you, you skin it back and look at the operations side, well, what can make that easier for an employer? Because employers are, they want to look, business owners want to go grow their business, whether it's insulation, whether it's framing, whether it's concrete, they want to be able to focus on their business. Yeah. All the stuff that sucks behind the scenes it is a is a huge additional load work on the on the on the employer, and so you might ask me, you know, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? So if you're starting a business, you know, awesome. I'm going to go, I'm going to go start my own insulation business. I'm we're going to be we're great installers. Why can't we do this on our own? Exactly. Somebody yeah. else all the money. 
Yep. That's a lot of our listeners right there. They, they've worked for somebody and said, Hey, we can do this on our own. Let's, let's go do it. But why they know how to install a bat or pull a trigger on a spray foam gun, they might be lacking in the business acumen of it. Right. They don't know all this stuff. So that's where, that's where a company like buzz HR comes into play. Right. Absolutely. And for, you know, for business owners to that point, Don, you know, they, They've got a great network. They do really good work. So their reputation precedes them and they've gotten more work than at times than they know what to do with. If it was just getting up every morning, lacing up your boots, going to a job, spraying, being done with your job and going home at night as a business owner, that'd be, that'd be awesome. You could feel, you could grow your career. You could get as many crews as you wanted right. and go, go grow the business. But what, what starts to become the problem that we're going to, we're going to talk through a little bit of is, oh crap, I've got to think about payroll. How do I get those employees paid? All right. That's step one. Step two. Okay. Well, we've got to get their payroll taxes filed time. Step three, I've got to, you know, now we're growing as an organization. I'm getting my employees paid. Oh man, I've got workers comp. I've got to deal with. Oh crap. I've got to deal with HR. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Don. I was just going to say that the workers comp is one of the biggest, I think, questions and concerns of guys going out and starting their own business right now. Cause from, from what I've gathered talking to people across the, the country is it seems like for the spray foam contractors specifically, they get grouped in with the roofers for workman's comp, right? And because that's one of the oldest parts of the spray foam industry. So the insurance people are just like, yep, you're a roofer and here you go. So I don't know you know, if there's a way better way for them to navigate it. If you can help them out, give them some insight as to what they should be asking, looking for talking to their insurance guy. There is, and there's, there's a lot of options out there and we can get into, we'll get into the categories here in just a second. You know, the, in, in rounding out what is buzz is <clears throat> if you think about all of those, as it relates to benefits, payroll, workers comp, you know, you've got to put, what is a benefits package, you know, cause you define benefits yeah. 15 years ago versus what benefits are now. They're two totally separate discussions entirely, you know, then, then it's retirement. I mean, you look, when you find a good employee that you can trust, what do you have to do to keep them? Because a lot of employees will go, they'll, they'll jump ship for a dollar an hour, not realizing if you know, if you have a good benefits package, so to speak, and you can show them what that is worth, what the true cost of their employment with your company is, they're not going anywhere. And yeah, we just we just talked about that on a uh, episode that we recorded a week or two ago about employee retention, right? Especially it's for a huge issue. Yeah, especially for the younger generation, the millennials. You know, they want a career path. They want they want to see, you know, their how they're valued within the company. And I think benefits is one that's really overlooked in in this industry. It is. And in saying benefits, you know, just to, to, to add a chuckle in there, something that, you know, the millennials and millennials are total different buyer, consumer, be their, their different mindset. And that's not a bad thing. They're taking a lot of things that we overcomplicated for many years and they're making them easier. But I mean, something that I would have never thought of is you know, we've been getting a lot of requests for is, Hey, where can I get pet insurance? Pet and insurance? Pet. That's right. For your dog. (laughs) They're they're asking for it. So it's, it's wild the way that if you look at the consumer profile and the way that they buy versus the way that that we always have, I mean, they're the ones that have gone the Amazon route and now that's a, sure. 
it's got a drip line IV in my arm of Amazon because I don't have time to go source all my hunting gear throughout the year. But, <laughs> you know, outside of that, it's so, so buzz came together and it's like, all right, well, what is the, what does the buyer look like today? Because what worked five years ago doesn't work today. No. What works today isn't going to work in five years from now. And you, you hone it back into the, at the millennials and there's, they bring a lot of value to the table because they're making things easier in a lot of ways. Sure. And what I mean by that is, is to that Amazon point, but what, one of the things that we've noticed about, or that I've picked up on about millennials is they're, they don't like being told what to do. And I'm sure that I can appreciate that because they were, they've been, they've been picked on for a while that, that started getting old, but they, you know, they don't want to be told what to do. So the way that traditional packages are put together, been put together is they, you know, it's a, We've got a benefits guy. We've got a broker for this. We've got a relationship there. Peel all that back. Just because your tire's flat, Don, doesn't mean you need a new a new truck. What do you need as a buyer? A tire. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but the but the <laughs> you know that that's exactly right. Yeah, you need a tire. But the sales guy is going to come in and they're going to try and sell you a new truck. Or yep. they're going to try and sell you new rims, or they're going to try and sell you so, You know, they can never just hear what the buyer is looking for. And so, with Buzz, you know that that's where we are. You, you think about doctors, okay? Doctors hate WebMD because people come up and show up to the doctor's office and they've already diagnosed themselves, recommend right. a cure for themselves. You know, they've already fixed the problem. All right, great. Well, for, for business owners, why are you why are you googling? How many of you out there have, have typed in Google before? best workers come, cheapest workers come. How do I do workers comp the easiest? What is workers comp? Where, what, bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I have to have it? Right. I'm going to these nasty letters with bills on them. And, and it's, you know, not to discount any one of these categories because HR, you think of HR, well, you're thinking about the, the you know, who, what's what you say around HR? When they get a phone call and get a performance, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get. I know the our HR department yeah. real well. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so each one of these though, HR benefits, payroll, workers comp. I mean, they're all, I don't want to, you know, if we classify them, if we categorize them as just for the sake of conversation today as a vendor, every one of them has their own agenda. Yeah. The, the health insurance guy is going to try and sell you every policy that he can because they're commission driven. Sure. Workers comp, they're worried about what, you know, they, they want to get place your, and they want to place your coverage and bind your coverage. But at the same time, they're not worried about the workload that's heaped on to you or your payroll person. And, you know, for 95, I'd say 95 to 98% of the companies out there, it's especially small, you know, 25 and under 20 and under. Yeah. It's either, either the Mr. Business owner or Miss Business owner. Well, a lot of times that's our, our contractor's spouse, right? Or somebody within their family mm-hmm. that they know. And it's just like, here, here's some QuickBooks. Go to it. It is. And look, I mean, I was in the payroll world for, I didn't sell payroll, but I have a great understanding of it. And it, it, it's, it's hard. It's not an easy task to get set up. You hire new employees, especially if, you, if you've got a, a lot of turnover taking place. Yeah. I mean, it is miserable. Then you're filing quarterlies. You're trying to get your taxes withheld, remitted. You're making sure, you know, you got garnishments. I mean, there's just all those layers that go in just, just specific to payroll. That's before you even get into the rest of it. 
And so with, with buzz, what do we do? Look, we take you on a buyer's journey. What do you need? Ooh, that's Mr. fancy business owner. Yeah. That's, like it. that's not trademarked yet, but it's in process. So <laughs> <no time now. laughs> Uh, let me let me cut in here a little bit too, Richard. Uh, you know, just kind of scanning your your website, buzz-hr.com. A little plug for you. Um, looks like it's kind of an a la carte approach. Is that common for services that you provide? I mean, it seems to be kind of sets you apart. It does set us apart, you know, because a lot of them you would have to have one component one component over another. So you'd have to start with with payroll, or you'd have to have one one element or another in order to be to to jump in with us, you know, to the point I made a minute ago, it's, it's about what do you need? Look, if you, if you need help in one specific area, we're here to help you in that one area. If you don't, if you want to, if you want to bypass anything or you don't need help in an area, good, leave it be. We're not here to, to over the top sell you on the services that you need, but what we are here to do is to keep you from going out there to the search engines and just aimlessly searching for solutions. Because look, we, we've, I've turned over a lot of rocks in my career and I've found, I've seen found a lot of gravel underneath those rocks, but every once in a while you'll come across, you'll uncover a pearl, you'll uncover a gem under there. And by gem, I'm talking about the, the partners that we have in each one of these categories. We look, if you've got a relationship with your brokers that you love, good, keep them. If they, if you love them that much, there's a reason you love them. We probably want to meet them too, because we work with best in class, local relationships we're not looking point. to unplug anybody or break anything that's working for you today. If you like your payroll, okay, keep them. If you don't, look, let us introduce you. Let, let us set it up to a better way to where it'll be easier for you administratively. And it looks like but you guys kind of go at it from a consultative uh, consultative uh, approach, right? You're going to go in and kind of explore and ask questions and say, hey, well, you know what? That seems to work fine, you know, but, and then suggestive services, right? Yeah. So if they, if they come to us and they say, look, my, all right, number one, I got to get payroll set up. Number two, well, okay. What's your second, we stack rank based on the level of importance to you as a consumer. What's keeping you up at night? What's your biggest headache today? What's on fire? We put that fire up. All right. Number two, what's the next, what's your next biggest pain point? Let me give you an aspirin for that headache. Number three, we let them stack rank it based on what's most to least important. And we address them incrementally and get them, you know, installed into a, a, a way to reduce that pain point for them. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. So if, uh, if one of our contractors says, Hey, I really, I want to offer benefits because I got a couple guys on the crew that, you know, they're lead guys and uh, I want to keep them. I don't want them to leave for another dollar an hour to the guy next door. Um, can they say they have 10 guys, but they only want to offer, um, health and retirement for three of them. Is that a possibility? It, there, there's, there's a couple that's a loaded question there, Don, because okay. there's, there's a few variables in there in terms of discrimination laws and some, some things gotcha. that you have to be, be careful of, but you know, there, there's ways there, there's some creative ways that you can get in there and kind of find out right as a business owner, where do you, where do you want to take your business? Where do you see yourself in five years and 10 years? All right. Well, based on what we've seen in other business owners do that have been successful and have worked for them in terms of creating that culture and that true benefits package, I would, I, I would recommend going this route or I would recommend going down that route. And we, we would have further discussions and see, you know, what is, every group is different. One, one size fits all. That's for sure. So it's kind of like business consulting, right? To a degree. It is. It's business performance management. I like it. 
Is that trademarked? No, but it's just gotten written down to. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a little uh, little side credit there then, uh, Richard? Huh? All these these catchphrases we're helping you out with today. That's right. You guys are just you're just it's sparking thought, you know. Donnie's <laughs> yeah. good at that. Yeah. I like it. Really good at that. I am. Yeah, coming up with smart, oh, uh, <laughs> you know, anecdotal Thanks. type I, things. I'll He's been it. working from home, so probably hasn't heard that much lately. <laughs> no. Either that or I'm just not that intelligent, and I think you're really smart, and you're maybe not. <laughs> so, you know, we, we keep hitting on the workman's comp, the benefits. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of questions that our guys have. Um, you know, just one of, the, one of our contractors, I don't, I don't know if we talked about this earlier in the show. I've already forgotten. I'm going crazy. Um, but he is going off on his own and, you know, he, he's worked for a couple different companies and now is the time for him to take that step and start his business. And he's like, you know, I don't know what I, what I don't know. He's like, you know, child support, how, how do I deal with a guy who's got to pay child support? And, you know, can you guys help navigate those waters? And that's a great question, you know, so there, there's a few things there. So for the workers comp, look, workers comp, Guys, they come out, they buy coverage, they, you know, your brokers will get you set up on it and, and they're gone. Well, then you've got to understand. So there, of, of course, there's a few states that are, that are a little bit more challenging. If you look at Ohio, Washington, North Dakota and Wyoming, I mean, they're monopolistic states. So they're a little bit more, there's, there's more red, red tape you've got to cut through in order to buy coverage and get it set up in those states. But for the rest of them that are out there. You see your, you know, you really, you don't talk to your workers comp guy unless, you know, A, you've got a, you got a claim, which yep. nobody wants to do. Or when you get that letter, it's like, all right, it's time for an audit, boys. I'd rather pull my teeth out than go through an audit. It's miserable for those guys, especially when, look, I've got 15 jobs going on right now. I've got too much to worry about. I don't, I don't have time to go through an audit. Yeah. But you have to go through the audit. Yeah. So the proof of concept of everybody wanting to have one central location to be able to manage all of their back office so they can go grow their business isn't new. You know, there's been companies that have come out there and they've tried to do it all. And what I mean by that is it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll be your broker. We'll do your payroll. We're going to be your workers. We're going to do it all. I'm not saying that buzz doesn't do that because nobody can be good at everything. And that, that's, that's okay. just industry known because your benefits, your payroll, your workers comp, all of those are, we're flying at 20,000 feet. They're, they're sub subterranean. I mean, it is deep how much each one of those go and they're hard. So when I use the analogy about turning over rocks and finding those pearls, we've got best in class partners that specialize in each one of those areas. Now buzz is your first point of contact. We're, the, we're like the, you know, the, the pilot that it's turning the dials in the cockpit, so to speak. You call us with everything. We get it corrected with our partners and then we get you wrapped back into a consolidated bill at the end of the month. So it is one source, but it's through best in breed partners in each one of those categories working on the same, same chassis. Does that make so sense? Are the customers dealing with, dealing with buzz, buzz HR rev or <clears throat> they are dealing with buzz HR? Correct. They're, they're dealing with us. We're their, we're their client experience. And you have people in each state or, you know, sales reps that go out and do face to face or is it, all basically online high level is, you know, for an initial contact, you know, we run, when I talked about that buyer's journey, we do, we do an analysis call. We find out where their pain points are, you know, then we put, we do have people locally in all, in all these markets that we, that we introduce that can be their local representation. If they want to sit down and have a cup of coffee, a lot of meetings these days, as we can all attest to right now, especially since we're, we're not sitting in the same office, everyone's 
right. it is, is holed up in, in this, the wake of coronavirus. But what is coronavirus going to do, to do to everyone moving forward? Is this going to change the way that, that businesses operate? Is this going to change the buyer's persona even more? I think more? it's going to change you know, some stuff to a degree, right? I mean, we can't go through, through something like this that none of us have been, been through before and not come out of it with changes. Right. So how does that affect our, our little guy, you know, our contractors and excuse me, you know, what, what type of things should they be thinking of now to prepare themselves for if this does happen again, God forbid. Well, God forbid it doesn't happen again, but thankfully, you know, the the construction industry, I think is only going to become stronger from this. I think they're going to walk them in there. They're part of the essentials as far as a lot of stuff, a lot of, a lot of clients that we have that we've been working with have been, you know, the construction hasn't slowed down in any yeah. way, shape or form. And I don't nope. see that happening, but it, as far as the face-to-face meetings, the the personal interaction is going to be distanced for at least the, I mean, the next couple of months, but moving forward, what do people want? Cause look, I want to, if, if I meet somebody once like you, you and I could do business together indefinitely Don, because we've not because we just have a rapport from talking on a phone, but we know each other. Yep. I mean, if I meet you, meet, we try, I want to look the person in the eyes. It's just me personally as a, as a buyer or running a business, just to know that I can look into the soul of them. So a lot of it is done virtually now, but if they still desire that on the ground in person, then we've got somebody local that can, that can facilitate that need as well. To your point about workers complimenting together, you know, the jumping back in, yeah. Chasing squirrel. Um, we can set up pay as you go. We've got a partner that can set up pay as you go, regardless of who they're using for payroll. Okay. We can set up, it's, it's an audit system where they don't have to go through the audits. It takes on that, that responsibility for them. So it trues up. They're not overpaying. They're not underpaying. It automates a lot of that on the back end for them so that they don't have to deal with the, the, the nasty grams that they get, get in the mail. Yeah. You know, and like, time. One of the things too is like just the, the standard HR stuff, right? That, you know, you, you mentioned discrimination, you know, a lot of our, of, of our guys probably aren't, aren't thinking of that. So how is there, how do I want to phrase it? How can, how can Buzz help with that uh, just general HR stuff? I mean, do you have, I'm assuming specialists in that, have them help them write an employee handbook, uh, that type of stuff, just to keep them in compliance. Yeah, no, that's a great question. You know, employee handbooks, a lot of companies out there will just go on and they'll, they'll, they'll download all right, an employee handbook. Yeah, this looks good. We'll use this one. Yep. Well, each company being different and that that's where the, the, the journey, you know, back to the journey again is that you as a business owner, you've got to have in your mind where you want it to go. You don't want to just stay afloat. You've got, I mean, that's the beauty of the American dream is that you can take it and make it whatever you want to. There's no ceiling as far as how far you can, can go what's keeping you from getting there? Yeah. What's slowing you down? Well, so and, when, when I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I interrupted. It's all you. And so the, the, you know, is it, a, is it an employee handbook? Is it policies and procedures? Is it just a review of what you got in place today? Be a long answer short. Yes, we can, we can help in all of those capacities, but with buzz, you also get live advisory. So you've got an employee that showed up drunk for the fourth day in a row. You warned him the last three days. Okay. Guy, you know, now we have to take action. He's on 120 foot man lift and he's about to fall off. Yep. So hell Don's lasted 16 years doing that. So. <laughs> and it's only getting worse with this quarantine. <laughs> 
<laughs> now he's on the icy roof. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But what are, you know, some of these guys are saying, holy shit, uh, I need a handbook. What are the downfalls? I mean, what, what could happen if they don't have a handbook? Well, it, it's not what can happen if they don't, but it's, it's going to be there to be their fallback from a policies and procedures side that when they, when, it, if, and when an, an issue arises, all right, this is, this is our plan to fix it, you know, with Corona. It's a documentation thing. Yeah. Right? It, it's having your, your, your butt covered is what it really is. I mean, you think about coronavirus right now, all our government couldn't even, you know, it, they've been, they've been fighting for the last two weeks over yeah, well, I won't go into politics for today, but the bill, it's a shame that they're all the bullshit wrapped into it. Yeah. yeah this is a God. no politics uh, podcast. I know. So, I, hey, yeah. I backed up. Y'all, y'all kept going. Don't blame <laughs> me. <laughs> but some of the questions that we fielded in the last couple of days would, would blow your mind. I mean, from, from top executives at health insurance carriers to large group employers that are clients of ours that, that, they're, the questions we're fielding is, like, oh my gosh, really? You guys, you've got four HR people on staff full time and you're asking us these kind of questions. So there's really? just a lot of unknown variables that are, that are rattling around out there and that's okay. And having somebody that, that's, that's read the, read, that's in the legislative, that's in the documentation, that knows the law to be able to substantiate the answer that's given to them and provided on their behalf so that they can make an educated decision on the back end is paramount to any organization. And yeah, a lot of this stuff, I mean, look, small business owners out here, I think that's with Don, Don and I just in chatting, that's, that makes up a large percentage of, of the, of the audience. Look, there's, there's grants that are going to be available. There's a lot of things that are already going to, that are written into the current legislature that's not even been passed yet that are going to, they're going to be beneficial to a lot of these guys. And it's not from a take advantage of, or, or make you, less eager to grow your business, but there's, there's things that are going to help you. And a lot of them won't even know about it. What are they getting on Google and saying, Hey man, what do I, uh, how to help small business owner? Yeah. You know, that's 500,000 hits on that. That's what I was saying earlier. The guy I keep referencing is he, he said, you know, I don't know what I don't know. Go on the, the website or give, give the call to the 800 number you guys have and just say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm starting a business and uh, I need some, some ideas on what I need to, how to cover my ass, basically how to make Mm -hmm. me more efficient, how to be able to, you know, have one contact that uh, I can use for just about everything. So I can go out, sell and grow my business. Right. Absolutely. And and look, you know, there's obviously a cost for doing business, you know, that, that people, people understand. I mean, it's just, it's operating expenses, yeah. but when you, you know, and if you look at each one of these, you know, your insurance, your benefits, your payroll, your workers comp, all of those start to add up. But if you don't know it's, it's, it's running like it should, then you're more than likely you're overpaying for the processes that you've got in place. You think about what's your, what's your hour worth at the end of the day. I mean, I know Don's isn't worth, I don't know. I don't know how much yours is worth. Mine's not worth much. Nothing. <laughs> Sorry, so a question I, I got for you, you Richard, is so I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm I'm listening into this, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm 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 a small guy, I'm just a small business. Do I do I need HR? Do I need Buzz? I mean, how is there a size that uh, typically uses your services, or can anybody? You might, you might not. I mean, you you think about, look, does a five man group, you know, where 
do they need these type of services? Do they need HR? Probably not. But do they have questions they don't know? Do they need some some help on the business side of things? Do they need to better understand what what they do and don't need to be doing? Do they know what they need to be watching for in terms of employee count where when they do reach a certain threshold and they need to take action here or there? Um, we've got groups that are, you know, they're down to five-man groups that'll just have some pro- some some questions around um automation features or workers comp or looking for somebody that can take and really run with the ball for them. And we've got some solutions wrapped around that. And then we've got some groups that are, you know, when, when buzz started, the intent was to really under a hundred to focus on that market where they may have one HR person, you know, some of these larger groups have, you know, one, 200 and 200 HR people involved. And yet they still use some of the services that we've got because they're, there's just a lot of moving parts when you get into those organizations that of, the, of that magnitude. Right. How do you guys so, go about and find your best in business providers or partners for these guys? I mean, what kind of vetting um, do you guys do for that? No, great question. So, you know, having been in the industry now for 10 years, I've and, and worn several different hats in, in a few different organizations as well. It's, knowing the people and having the partners that stay in their lanes specifically, because a lot of people do cross back and forth you know, I might, uh, what's the best, I guess the best way to explain this is you've got somebody that, you know, you trust in payroll, but they sell workers comp and they sell benefits. Sure. Well then I've got health insurance brokers that we partner with. Well, they don't sell payroll. So as yeah. a payroll person, if I have a payroll client, are they going to be trying to sell the benefits partner? Or, you know, so we don't want that cross selling taking place because we don't want number one, we don't want the client to feel like why am I getting multiple calls from different vendors that are supposed to be all on Buzz's part? You know, sure. We've we've vetted them out. We know we don't know we don't know that there's maybe more partners out there that we're looking for. Look, we're always open to have a good conversation. You know, getting to um we talked a little bit about the millennials and and that stuff. Have, is there any study out there um, or have you guys put any data to it? Of if you, if a company of this size offers these benefits, the employee retention goes up by X or is that still too in its infancy? It's still somewhat in its infancy. And main reason being is because the data wasn't collected on the, you know, for the sure. past, you don't have any real, uh, I don't want to say case studies, you can do case studies, but you don't have any long-term effects of that. What I will tell you just from having, from seeing a lot of like businesses that are, that are just ultra successful versus ones that really struggle is if it's looking, it's with culture. It's with hiring the right people. Yep. It's with having a good team. You know, when you, when you found your company, I mean, every business owner I've ever met, you know, has, is passionate about what they do. They're proud of the businesses they've created and they, they grow it into something that's wildly successful in a short period of time. And before they know it, they forgot the people that brought them to the dance. Yeah. And so that's a challenge for them that, you know, you, you can't forget who brought you. Otherwise it's going to be, you know, it's easy come, easy go. They, uh, they get passed up on the ladder, falling back down. As, yeah. You know, they're they're yep. victim to their own success. But by starting with the people, hiring the right people and having them on your team, you can't, you can't take it, you can't uh, overlook that or forget right. that. But Right. Well, I think this has been very educational. Um, hopefully it's helped out some of the the listeners out there just at least to, to start the questions. Right. And 
like you said, they might not need everything, but uh, to Pancake's point, you know, it's a la carte. And, you know, they, I keep saying, you know, the, you don't know what you don't know. Um, I would say it's worth a call. You know, if you, instead of dealing with five different people to, to help your business grow, you could have one point of contact and, and work with uh, uh, the best in the business. Um, to me, it's kind of sounds like a no brainer. Yeah, it's kind of a I got a guy mentality. I'm going to call Richard over at Buzz HR, you know, instead of having to figure out who to call, just call call your guy. Yeah. That's what got this whole thing going was I got a guy. I got, he, used to, he used to drive me nuts. It drive me nuts. I was kind of proud of it. It came the going joke at our headquarters here in New Orleans from my previous employer. People would always say, well, hey, do you know anybody in the alarm industry, you know, that can do it all? Yeah, I know a guy. What are you looking yeah. for? Before long, it would, before they'd step in my office and be like, hey, do you know? Yeah, I know. What do you need? Yep. Yeah, I got that guy for sure. And so it's, uh, you know, it's treating people right. John Can you guys hear that? Up. I, I'm sorry. Can you hear <laughs> that? that? River Day? Is that, is that a monster? <laughs> Corona River. <laughs> it's, so one of the joys of working from home, I'm locked in my office downstairs and my son is literally outside banging on the door, crying his his eyes out to get in. Oh, man. <laughs> Sounds like a party. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a way to end it. He wants to be on the podcast. He's got a deer hunting story for us. I don't know if I've made it through a podcast at home without being interrupted by one of my kids. Uh, nope, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> there was a news interview the other night. It was funny because the guy was live on, I don't know what what, what network it was on. He sees a little boy like come up behind him and then another kid comes in and he's sitting he's screen share and he's and all of a sudden, the, the nanny or the mom comes sprinting in the room, grabs the kids, and like dragging them out the door. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Welcome hey, to my world. Yeah. We're all we're all living it, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, Richard, we we set up a a page on on your website. It was is it buzz-hr.com forward slash IDI? Correct. Yeah. So if, if the listeners out there, if you have questions, if you want more info, go to that buzz-hr.com forward slash IDI. Um, and I believe it's just kind of a contact form page. It is, it's a contact form landing page, but it, it'll let us know that, look, you know, kind of give us a little bit of background on you in terms of, all right, these, these guys are coming. They, they work with IDI direct for, not that we treat anybody bad, but there's, there'll be more eyes on it and I can make sure that y'all are kind of white gloved a little bit, through it a little bit more and you, you know, we're going to treat you right either way, but there's, awesome. some, there's some savings that are available and we'll, we'll be able to take care of you guys. Perfect. Excellent. Well, Richard, uh, thanks, uh, Richard Hines from Buzz HR. Appreciate your time today. Great insight. Uh, we hope this uh, drives a lot of traffic your way in uh, about six weeks when this gets posted. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. Looking forward to it as well. And thank you guys for having us. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, guys. We'll talk soon. Pancake, take care, my friend. You as well. Great meeting you, even if it is over the internet. I'll, meet you. I'll be up your way as soon as they let us fly again, right? Excellent. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll meet out in the deer field. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Our Value. Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>